applause just to clap with me is Deb, and I'm Doug, the only other white guy with a voice deep enough to sing Never Gonna Give You Up. You're comparing yourself to Rick Astley? Of course. It has actually been less time than usual since you and I see each other. We squeezed in a quick episode on Monday. We did the Christian episode. That'll uh, be in March. Well, in theory. <laughs> in theory, yeah. I was going to say, so we, we... I was thinking we'd have a much smaller whiteboard than we do, but we actually did pretty well. And I want to start out with something that we talked about on Monday, but we didn't record. Doug, you had some bad techno karma last week. I did, and I talked about it on um, the dam that goes up. I believe next week, um, so I don't want to get too too deeply into it. Um, but yeah, I had a power supply go out on me on a Friday. I dropped my phone on Saturday. It is uh, the techno gods have not been good to me, but luckily the money gods have, and I was saving up for a new computer. Um, speaking of techno karma, and uh, had the money to replace everything that broke. Um, uh, that that was of course we talked about that actually last week with the um, the power supply and the packaging, um, and then I got uh, a new iPhone. So that being said, with your new iPhone, Doug got Siri. I got Siri, and I have not played around with it as much as I'd like to. I really just need like a day to talk to my phone. You really don't, because we were playing with it a little bit, and it was a little bit too much like the movie Her. Which is really depressing when you see the end of it. Um, but like I, I said, we're sitting there and you're like, Suri, do you think I'm attractive? And Suri responded, judging from your voice, you're extremely attractive. And you and I both like almost startledly leaned back knows. from the phone. We're like, Ooh. Also, it lies to me like every other woman in my life. Um, don't pretend you've never done it. Um, you'd be lying. I was going to. I'm sure. <laughs> I can't think of any specific time but i'm sure i've lied to you about something at some point uh, but um but yeah like i said we it's just a little bit too much like the movie her i'm just like ah, 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 not okay it's like the guy that was trying to sell makeup at my coffee shop said he was uh he came in selling those like sample packs of like makeup is it mary Kay? no it wasn't and he uh Avon? it was close and it was uh right before valentine's day and he goes, oh, uh, maybe you want to get it as a gift. And I was like, nope. And he goes, wife, girlfriend? I went, nope. And he goes, really? And I went, yep, I got 99 problems. But a bitch ain't one. Exactly. And he got really awkward. Well, you know, he kind of asked for it. I also really wish in hindsight I would have done like a fake sob where I've been like, no! And then like ran away into the back and then like sort of like jaggedly sobbing loudly. Oh, there, there, Doug. There, there. So. Didn't we ask Sarah if she could see? We asked her. For, we asked her for a sign off. I don't remember. If, I don't. I don't remember asking her if she can see us. No. I know. I. I. I've now introduced myself to her, so to speak. Well, what does she call you? Doug. Oh, she just calls you Doug. Yeah. You didn't change your name to something else. No, I'm not like Lord Brainor like I am on my computer. I'm just asking. Um. Now, would she insult my mother again? I don't know. Oh, that's right. She did kind of insult your mom. I don't know you or your mom. It was like, whoa, Siri, mouthy. So. Oh, God. Ugh. This big needs to kick in. Uh, this week, I actually, our non-turn got me watching. John Ray gets no money for you saying that. What? Big? Yeah. 
Oh, this is this is being. Uh, I was gonna say cherry juice energy drink, not Bing is. He, does, than he doesn't get Bing money either. He talks about that on the uh, Robert Kirkman returns episode. Can't find the original Robert Kirkman episode. Their RSS, I don't know, like, if they take things off or it expires, but, like, being that I do a lot of our tech stuff, and I know kind of the behind the scenes and the uh, all the stuff, the RSS feeds and the um, iTunes algorithms, like, I'm just like, why wouldn't you just keep that up for the end of time? Like, they must have, it's, they're owned by Legendary. They must have, like, unlimited server space. Like, come the fuck on. I don't know. I was going to say, who knows? But um, our non-turn got me watching the IT crowd. Which is awesome. Uh, it's, uh, uh, Chris, is it Chris Dowd is on that? Is it Chris? Chris Dowd? Yes, from, it's Chris, um, yes, it is Chris Dowd. Wedding, um, from Wedding Crashers, not Wedding Crashers, uh, what, uh, Wedding Brides, Bridesmaids, I'll get there. Well, he also has the bit part in, uh, Thor 2. Oh, he's the blind date. Seabass, yeah. Seabass, Seabass, Seabass. Well, you say Seabass and I think of Dumb and Dumber. So kick your ass, Seabass. <laughs> Kick his ass, sea bass. And uh, it's all like he thinks he's gonna get raped in the in the bathroom stall. Something like that. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, watching the IT crowd, which is awesome and hilarious. And now when somebody says something's not working, my immediate response is to say, "Have you tried turning it off and turning it back on again?" It's IT one hundred and one. Well, the second one is, "Are you sure it's plugged in?" Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, before the um, power supply actually died, I actually gave it a couple of technical taps. Well, it's just really funny because there's an episode where one of the uh, girls who is just, like, this actually beast of a woman, like, Slagathor might actually be an apt description, gets his card when he's trying to, you know, pick up on someone else, and she calls him and she's like, Computer broken! He's like, well, how's it broken? She's like, Bing Bong Noise! And now I just want to say that every time something's broken. Bing Bong Noise! I don't miss doing IT. I did it when I worked at a computer chain that is not around anymore um but uh yeah i did i did sales and it and i remember having to talk a guy through his computer not being broke uh his computer wasn't working and bing bong noise bing bong bing bong noise stopped uh and it was one of those like well, have you tried turning it on yes it won't turn on i'm like okay did you ask him if it was plugged in uh, I was like, okay, that near, that leads me to it could be a power supply issue. Is it plugged in? And he goes, well, I don't know. No, uh, okay, now hold on. Ow. Yeah, let that one ow. sink in. Let that one sink in. He doesn't know if it's plugged in or not. And I said, well, can you check for me? Because, <laughs> well, it's kind of dark. Okay. Well, can you get like a flashlight? Was there, I have a flashlight. I have a flashlight right here. Okay. But all the lights are off. Sir? What's the scenario happening here? There's a blackout, but he wants to use his computer, and that's why he has a flashlight at the ready. Yeah. Ouch. Well, I have so many more. We came up with, I don't think we've talked about it before this, um, but there is a code that if you ever hear it when you are at a computer store, you need to realize it is code for user error. We cannot legally say that. It's not smiled upon to say, well, you're an idiot. Um, and it is an ID10T error. ID10T? Yeah, you've seen... Yeah, idiot. You, I, yeah, it spells out idiot. ID10T. I know what an ID10T 
Yeah, yeah but I mean, it's for a visual. It's a, um, so whenever uh, we'd have a, a, a coworker walk by and go, oh, what's going on? I go, oh, an ID 10T error. Um, so we could sound professional and articulate and, and, and you know. Um, and then the other coworker go, okay. Because um, we could not say user error. So the IT crowd hits a little close to home some days. Um, I know the Nontern has done. Has the Nontern done IT? It's, uh, he's, he's Weather done, professional. It's more like it's more like. Um, well, yes, he does a lot of unprofessional. Yeah, yeah. IT, but he um, with him it has to do more with um, server maintenance than anything else. No. So that's not necessarily something that where there's a lot of operator or user error. You know what I mean? No, that's a lot. That's a lot of code and packets where you got to figure out exactly what's. Oh God. Yeah, so he was going to say, and he, he builds out a lot of systems and stuff like that, too. So it's not so much uh, tech support as it is, you know, like I said, actual creation and uh, maintenance. So not, not so bad. Not so bad. Lately, actually, I've been taking him to work with me a lot because the Winter Olympics are happening. Yay! Who thought it was a good idea to give Russia the Olympics? No one that I know of. But what is happening is that... Russia... I was going to say, what is happening is that all the hockey games are getting played right now, and they are getting played ass early. Yeah, like three in the morning. No, my work opened up today at 8 a.m. for the bronze medal game. Now, I want you to think about the fact that that means they probably had absolutely zero time to do any kind of prep before they had to start serving, which means that after a very busy day yesterday with another early hockey game, and a normal weekend dinner rush, I had to be there for an extra two and a half hours doing prep for tomorrow morning. Fuck you, Olympics. Fuck you. Anyways. I hope the country you're rooting for wins no. in the thing. No, Czech got knocked out early, and um, U.S. lost to Canada, so they're doing the bronze medal game. Uh, that mean we have to keep Bieber? Yeah. I love how that was the first thing I said. And they're like, no, Canada won. I'm like, crap, we have to keep Bieber. Yep, that was the bet. Um, and I just love that I don't want to get... Uh, this isn't a... Uh, We're not going to go back into it again, are we? The, yeah, well, no, I, this isn't like, you know... This isn't the Lawrence O'Donnell or, or Rachel Maddow, but I do want to bring up um, the fact that I love that we are looking at the Olympics. And right next door... Ukraine is on fire. Yeah, no, things are horrific in the Ukraine right now. Um, and it's very apparent that none of my coworkers watched the news because they're like, "So what's this?" And I'm like, "Well, Ukraine's on fire. Mm -hmm. Like the country is exploding. Like I don't know. Like it looks like scenes from like Escape from New York. Like it's fucking freakish." And, um, Do you guys remember Kosovo? This is kind of like Kosovo. No, they don't remember Kosovo, Dad. They're not that much younger than us. Ten years. They're not that much younger than us. Would Bosnia be better? Iraq would be better. It's not the same, though. I know, but that's... It's the, not even close to That's the, the war they know. Well, those weren't really necessary. Those were peacekeeping interventions. you got to imagine that Vietnam is almost 50 years old watched a lot of mash and yes i know that was the korean war but let's not shit ourselves it wasn't a chicken oh god you know what i'm talking about no it wasn't a chicken about on mash the last episode of mash i don't think i ever watched 
watched the last episode. Where they're yeah. driving through like an, a hot LZ uh, on a on a like civilian bus, and they're talking about like he thinks this woman has a chicken, and they're like, "Shut that fucking chicken up!" Or like, "We're gonna get like bombed because this chicken keeps making noises," and like someone like walks over and like shoots the chicken. It was a baby. That happened on the last episode of Mash. I, yeah, because it's it it cuts. It flashes forward to like I think Hawkeye is like shell shocked and that's what shell shocked him. Like it's fucking metal. That might have been the wrong. Th- yeah, no. It's Moving a, on to other art. Not a proper use no. of the of Namaste. No. Eh. Robocop. So you saw Robocop. I saw Robocop. Um you heard us talk a little bit about it on um Shooting the Gap, when we did uh, the top five worst um, movie remakes, Robocop did not make any of the list because we had bigger fish to fry. Like what? Godzilla and oh, Clash okay. of the Titans yeah, were my top mind. two. Never mind. Um, I also had Psycho, Lady Killers, and Wicker Man. Um, oh, God, Wicker Man. Yeah, even Ooh, my please. love... Even my Even my love for Nick Cage couldn't save that movie. So, um... Yeah, uh... I saw RoboCop. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. Um, you and I talked off air that I it didn't have that tongue in cheek. There wasn't a lot of humor. No, and the satire that was in it with Samuel L. Jackson was extremely dry. Every time I see him with hair, I think he looks weird. Unbreakable. Yeah, Samuel Jackson with hair. I think he looks weird. And then, of course, I also immediately think about James Brown and kind of wanted to start doing some James Brown mannerisms. You just want to see, like, Nick Fury, like, escorted off the helicarrier with a blanket? I was more thinking, like, the ha! hey Ho! Record now! Is that racist? No. I don't think so. It's just some of the weird affectations he'd do when he was, you know, performing and singing. (laughs) Wow! Now I'm singing I Feel Good in my head. Thank you, Doug. The right thing on the bad foot, or whatever the fuck that song is. Um, so, uh, no, I, I, I like that there were nods to the original. You have certain lines that, uh, and I don't, I'm not going to ruin anything, um, but there are certain lines where, uh, I'm going to get his fucking name wrong, uh, Jackie Earl Haley, mm-hmm. the guy from Bad News Bears, Watchmen, Nightmare Before, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, um, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street reboot. You know who I'm talking about, I do, but I don't know if that's the right name. Right. So he's in it. And um, he has this line where he goes, I wouldn't buy that for a dollar. Well, that's a nod to one of the game shows from the original one where he says, I'd buy that for a dollar. God, that's one of those phrases that got used way too much when we were younger. But yeah, it didn't have the tongue-in-cheek, over-the-top, kind of satirical condemnation of violence and capitalism. It was a, a bit more straight ahead action movie it was very and I hate to say this because it's not his fault but it's a very Nolan-esque Robocop it's not Chris Nolan's fault it's not your fault that he made Batman Begins and started this whole trend grim and gritty you know no I don't want to say grassroots um, but like grim and gritty like kind of street level like, you know, take on superheroes and 
and and anti-heroes and so forth and so on. Um, I liked it. I thought it posed different philosophical questions than the first one did. Um, now, a bit of spoilers. Um, in the original, I'm not spoiling that because that's like 20 years old. Um, or more. Um, but you know that you have like Alex Murphy and they tell the wife and kid that like he's dead. Yeah. And now there's Robocop. And they're like, well, wait a tick, that's fucking Alex Murphy. And his personality kind of like breaks. The, the program. Yeah, yeah. This one, the wife signs the consent form to turn him into RoboCop because she wants her husband back and they view it as prosthetics. I'm using air quotes. Um, and he does end up seeing his wife and son and he's like, no, it's okay, it's me. Like, it doesn't matter how my body feels, like it's me. Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought, one thing was very interesting and, and that gets brought up in, um, in Transmetropolitan. Yeah. Uh, where it's like, you know, at what point do you stop being human? Take away your legs, you're not human. Take away your arms, you're not human. Take away your eyes, you're, you know, you're still human. Or, or I'm, I'm sorry, I keep saying not, and I mean still human. Yeah. Um, but then there's a moment where Gary Oldman does something um, in the movie that I'm not going to spoil, but he does say, like, it's the illusion of free will. And that, to me, was my takeaway philosophical thesis for the movie um what is you know free will when you think you're in control um so it, it had its ups and its its downs it had its pros and cons like i said um i i didn't hate it but i didn't i didn't love it it, it it's it's a nolanized it's it's a dark knight fucking robocop and like i said with uh anchorman 2 I'll wait it out for the unrated because what happened was yeah they doubled their budget and then they're like well we need to make this back so we should probably make it a little more accessible PG thirteen yeah and both the director and the star were like no no hard R like fucking it's RoboCop like so I'm gonna really wait to have a, a concrete opinion um, until I see the unrated version and see like kind of the true vision but Michael Keaton fucking awesome in it. I was going to say Michael Keaton. I wish you'd act more. I've always loved you, Michael Keaton. He was great in other guys. I never saw it. You need to see that. You have this like deficiency in Will Ferrell movies. I don't care for Will Ferrell. I know, but there's movies he makes and I think you should see. Like, have you seen Stranger Than Fiction? Yes, I like Stranger Than Fiction. It's his punch drunk love. It, no, it's no, not I, true. Like I said, I like Stranger Than Fiction other than the fact that him and... Um, Maggie Gyllenhaal have exactly zero chemistry in that movie. Oh, God, yes. Great movie, well-acted, well-written. Zero I love chemistry. Emma Thompson in that. Exactly, like, no chemistry whatsoever. Dennis Hoffman and Emma Thompson have more chemistry than the leads. It was just one that... I, I love the awkward conversation between them at the end. When he's like, it's 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 good, it's not great, it's good. She's like, I'm, I'm okay with that. Heck, because she's sick of being a fucking serial killer. But like I said, I, like I said, I love the twist in that, and I, I love everything about that movie. But it's just one of those things where it's like I'm, I'm not a huge Will Ferrell fan, you know, especially since he did pieces of shit like Bewitched. Yeah, yeah. Come on, you know you want to say something. No, I don't want to get angry. 
What about Bewitched? Yeah. But I will admit, my favorite thing that he's ever done is still MTV Movie Awards Matrix parody when he is the architect. And he's talking to Sean William Scott and Justin Timberlake, and it totally cracks me the fuck up every time I watch it. We actually talked about... Um, I love it so much. The other top five was top five uh, sports announcers. I did, by the way, for our nerd nerdness, bring up Tom, uh, Tom Likas. Hello, 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 hello. Uh, Not like Pacquiao, and he's on the Pacquiao. Pacquiao. Sounds like a man's fist hitting a face. Pacquiao. Pacquiao. Um, I didn't bring him up, but uh, we did talk about um, uh, what's his name, uh, Harry Carey. Yes. And we, <laughs> and they brought him up in all seriousness, and then it took me to go, Hey, if you were a hot dog, would you eat yourself? Okay. I know I would. And he has, like, the palsy head shake and, like, the slitted eyes, like, hey! So. <clears throat> I like how they bring it up in seriousness, and all it takes is one of us doing some terrible line. We, it's it's literally a vocal subreddit. Like, that's what it is, where it's like, Reddit, sports announcers, subreddit, Doug doing a pop culture thing. <laughs> and that derails for the next, like, 15 minutes. But, um, that's not true. Um. But, uh, no, I, I really, I, I, you should see other guys. I think you'd really like it. Uh, Will Ferrell plays the straight, straight guy in it? Well, it's also just, you know, I, I'm not great at seeking things out, which is simply because I don't have a lot of free time and a lot of access to, uh. And once again, unrated version. It's that, and you haven't seen Anchorman, which I really cannot Fine, believe. throw it on a flash drive. I need to own it anyway, so. Like I said, make it easy for me to access and I will yeah. watch it. That sounded dirtier than I meant it to. Speaking of stuff I got on my hard drive that I'll never watch, but I know I should have, is uh, I got Firefly and Serenity. Mm, I lost Firefly in a breakup. It was annoying. That was the same breakup I lost in Vader Zim in the first two seasons of The Family Guy. And our cats, yeah. War and Pestilence. Still had, what, death and... No, I did not have uh, death and famine. Death and Famine. No, there were only two. I was gonna say, like that. What did you get out of that breakup? Death and Famine. No, a much happier life. Well, you know, it's the best revenge, living well. I remember, God, that. Not a bad guy. He and I are fine now, but that was not a good relationship. And at the end of that relationship, he was so specific about his things in his apartment. I went through with a trash bag and took all of my shit out of that apartment. Including things like ketchup. You didn't say ketchup, motherfucker. I was going to say ketchup and a comforter. Because he didn't like to sleep with a comforter. He just liked to sleep with a fleece blanket. Oh, I lost my duvet and comforter in the last divorce. The, the animal print one? Mm-hmm. That's okay. I hated that one. Fuck you. That thing was so comfortable. I didn't say it wasn't comfortable. I just hate animal prints. I think they're white trash. And I like to fuck on the jungle cat. So what up? Well, now that just became awkward. So, it says Lean In Me on my board. I think that's a wholly different movie than the one you wanted to talk about. It's the porn parody. Oh, God, the porn parody of Lean On Me? That sounds horrible. So, speaking of, of uh, shooting the gap, um, we finished recording. I wanted to just eschew um, editing for the night. I uh, was like, I'll do all you the editing. You need to unwind a little. 
uh, yeah, I was like, I'll do all the editing over the weekend on uh, uh, their show and our show, and um, we got sucked into, into Lean On Me with Morgan Freeman, or as I like to call it, black people yelling at each other, the movie. You're like, there's a lot more of the N-word than I remember in that movie. And I talked to... I talked to Shooting the Gap co-host Ryan about that on the way home. I was like, I don't remember that many N-bombs and racial epithets in the movie. Like, there's a lot. And weirdly, like, they have, like... And while they don't have anything racial about him or bigoted about him, the... The Jew in it, because his name's last name's Rosenberg. Say the whole word. Jewy. <laughs> and you knew that was gonna happen. Sorry, go ahead. But like the Jewish character is like the least sympathetic to the minorities' plights. And he's the most weaselly, lawyerly Jewy character in the goddamn movie. Like, like way to play into the stereotype. Yeah, it bro. was really. And I was like, Okay, I don't feel good about any of this. I'm glad they all got really high test scores at the end, or they beat the basic whatever, and the kid that could beatbox, I think, was the fat kid from Hook? I'm not sure. But all I know is that Morgan Freeman is yelling at Benson and or the monkey from Lion King. And it just sounds weird when Morgan Freeman curses. It probably does sound weird when Morgan Freeman curses. Well, it's just that moment, I know you don't like the movie, but that moment in Wanted, where he oh, goes, God. and kill this motherfucker, and you're like, mm, you're that narrate, like, you're that articulate narrator voice, and I'm not okay with you saying motherfucker. Like, if you imagine him saying, like, I wish I could have told you the queens left Andy alone, but they fucking didn't. And you're like, no. Was that, that the sisters? Fuck, I just did what you did like ten shows ago. Are we going to talk about the fact that we got confused between Robot Chicken and the Monopoly Man? And No. Oh, what a great callback that no one remembers but me. No, no, no. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I love it. It's not a Robot Chicken joke. It's a family It's a family guy joke where the Mop- Monopoly Man's getting raped by the sisters. In yeah, because he doesn't go to like a club fed. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, so you've been watching King of the Nerds. Oh, you showed me a few clips of it. I don't hold think I on. Watch it. Let's 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 jump to to this one what, first jelly beans? before yeah. Okay, well let me write. I was gonna say King of the Nerds back down because I need like a stretch before I get to King of the Nerds. Mm-hmm. So jelly beans. I was watching Levy at Midnight's from last week, and I love Ron Funches. This is not new, but when I love Reggie Watts. Oh, I mean what? Oh, I'm that dick. Moving on. Like I said, I love Ron Funches. These facts aren't new. He's just this big, squishy, adorable teddy bear that always seems happy and giggly. And so they're looking at the... Is it Match.com? Cupid? Uh, Yeah, right. It's OkCupid. They're looking at these OkCupid ads, and one of them is this big white guy wearing... With titties. Like I said, wearing an open flannel shirt with the sleeves cut off and his giant man boobs hanging there. And they're reading his description about how he's, he's like good at like stroking and cuddling and gentle lovemaking. 
and making his own jelly beans. And like I said, the follow-up is that he's good at making his own jelly beans. And Ron Funches just lets out the most adorable fucking laugh you've ever heard and is totally into it. And it got me thinking, how hard is it to actually make your own jelly beans? So I looked it up. Not that hard. However, you do need a jelly bean mold. What the fuck owns a jelly bean mold? Amazon. Not pretty much. But since I had jelly beans on the brain, I went to the store the other day and they've got all their Easter crap out. You're fine. I just reload. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Don't touch my whiteboard, Tug. Whoa. No touchy. Like I said, I, they had all their Easter crap out, and of course I'm like, ooh, where are the peeps so I can put them in the microwave and explode them? No, you have to let them get stale. That's the best way to eat them. <laughs> but they found the greatest invention in a while. Probably since I, I was going to say, probably since I started eating, like, the Snickers bites. Because I had a problem. I was going to say, which is Jolly Rancher jelly beans. They are so freaking good. It is ridiculous. What oh my flavors God. are they? Uh, the classic flavors. So you've got like um, cherry, green apple. No, no, blue raspberry, green apple, watermelon, strawberry, orange, and there's another one that I'm not thinking no of. No one likes orange. It's not bad. There's another one that I'm missing, but they're really good. The blue raspberry ones are excellent. Did you miss out on gingerbread M and M's on? I did miss out on gingerbread M and M's. Christ. I also really want to try the green tea Kit Kats. God, I fucking hate green tea. Really? What do you, What do you hate about green tastes tea? Tastes like goddamn sawdust. Really? No, not sawdust. Yeah, I sawdust. I disagree. But then again, I also think Swiss cheese tastes like old. Like old? Yeah. Like it tastes, it just tastes old and Well, have stale. you tried the Havarti that I have at home? I, I put it on my Burger King. It was delicious. Mm, That's right. Highbrow, lowbrow. I put Havarti on my Burger King. I bet it was fantastic. Uh, yeah, I had, well, I had it on my original chicken sandwich. Mm. I also had a Big King, which is a Big Mac from Burger King. I'm like, King. How, why did it take them so long to do a Big Mac knockoff? Dude, the fucking Big Mac sauce is not a goddamn secret. It's like, what, barbecue sauce and mayonnaise or, or ketchup and mayonnaise I, I or something? I think it's Thousand Island and, uh, Yeah, great. Mayo. Yeah, like... I mean, Thousand Island and ketchup. And instead of, like, chopping the onions, they put, like, whole goddamn onions on there, which I fucking love onions, so... Gross. Not the taste, the texture. See, my mom doesn't like raw onions either, but she doesn't like the pungency of the taste. No, I don't like the texture. I'm a lot more likely to use onion powder than actual onions when I'm cooking. Ugh, God, give me your onions. I'll take them. Okay, deal. Do you feel sufficiently palate cleansed to talk about King of the Nerds? Yeah. Mmm, jelly beans. So let's... Also, I love Starburst jelly beans. I have Starburst jelly beans? Oh, yeah, they've had those for years. They're great. They've had those since I was a kid. Am I just slowing the jelly... <laughs> become the... Jelly bean economy. Of... You don't strike me as a jelly bean type of guy. I mean, I like Jelly Belly. I'm aware of them. The pear Jelly Bellies. Oh my god, they taste exactly like pears. Butter popcorn. Are you fucking out of your mind? Mmm, butter popcorn Jelly Belly. Yeah. You and okay. I'm gonna have to take a trip to the fancy candy store and get a bunch of the. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we are. With the fucking Jelly Belly wall. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah. Jesus. Trip oh, yes, to the I fancy do. candy store. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, there are ones around. There's one. I think there's one on 16th Street. Now that I think about it. Yeah, I think there's a fancy candy store right there. Yeah, that's where I got that last two packs of DC cards from the 1990s. No, if you want old shit, there's a. It actually recently changed hands, but there's a candy store down on South Broadway that one of my coworkers is convinced is a front for the mafia. That has like, I swear to God, candy from the 50s in it. 
It's the only place. Like actually from the 50s? It's the only place I know you can still get zero bars. Oh, see, you remember zero, don't you? I don't remember zeros. They still sell at fucking Walmart. I love fucking zero bars. Yeah, I was going to say. But the white chocolate and the almond and the nougat? Oh, fucking Christ. I love zero bars. I was going to say, but. I got a six pack, a hundred grand. Let's talk about candy. Like, yeah, because they have the hundred grand on sale for cheap at the King Supers. They have fucking like like the the really mini the mini ones on like a six pack. Well, they had them on sale ten for ten with the the minis. Oh, not the minis, the the. And you don't see a hundred grand's like after like fucking Halloween. What's in a hundred grand? It's caramel cookie. No, it's caramel rice crispy or I'm sorry, rice crisp. Uh, caramel and chocolate. I think that's it. Man, I love chocolate with the popped rice in it. It's so fucking good. Hundred grand's, but it's like a different. It's like a different flavor. It's like a different. It's like Nestle's chocolate versus like Hershey's chocolate, where it tastes just different enough. That there is a difference. Nestle. But I love caramel. I love caramel and chocolate. No. And I walked by uh, Candy Apples a couple days ago, or last week, and I was like, oh, how I miss you. You know, the worst thing for me was when they did the, I don't know, they probably still make it, but the caramel apple spread, and you would get apple slices and eat it that way. No, I, well, I can eat that. They, That's they, the worst part. So I, can, I can eat that, but I can't eat actual caramel apples. Well, they're kind of hard to eat anyways. Well, but I, and I, <laughs> dental history on Doug, so if you ever want to fake my death in a fire... Um, uh, that uh, I have bridges yeah. so I can't well they're kind of hard to eat anyways though and you always get some piece of skin stuck somewhere weird when you're eating those phrasing phrasing vagina dentata ugh teeth piñata vagina dentata piñata that was the make me cringe oh god you just thought of a piñata full of pussy teeth so king of the nerds. <laughs> I might actually win that just based on where I went. So king of the nerds. Uh, start... I don't think I can watch it. I wouldn't recommend it for you. Um, I don't watch a lot of reality competition shows, so the emotions I feel while watching them are kind of, uh, I wouldn't say amplified, but um, unfiltered. Like there's no... Like, so, what, like, when I absolutely hate someone on the show, it's absolute emotional hate. It's just one of those where it's like, I realize ed- they're editing them to make them worse than they are. No, but this they bastard still come is... come off like a fucking idiot. No, this bastard's... I'm gonna punch. Oh, fuck. I think last reality... this fucker in real life. I said, I think the last reality quote-unquote competition I actually watched was Mad Mad House on the sci-fi channel like god six or seven years ago and that's just because i was fascinated by this idiot who thought he was a vampire on it i couldn't stop watching it that might be third season for king of the nerds i'm actually going to try out for um king of the nerds season three i have my pitch i have my pitch you don't think i'm more likely to get accepted for that how much you know about comic books and science i'm just saying who would the camera love Joke, Doug. Oh my god, that was such a joke. I No, I do not have nearly Fine, enough... Fine, you're prettier. I don't have nearly enough knowledge for that. Um, Although I did help my team, because I knew what Mr. Big's real name from the Sex and the City movie was. Wait, hold on. Real name? His or... first name. 
actor. It's Chris North is the actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his, his name is John James. Really? Yeah. I like that they don't call him Mr. Big because of his penis. No. That's his job. That's no, his job, because yeah. he's an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, as I reveal that I know more about Six and City than I care to admit... Um, so it's because you've been with a lot of ladies. I know the easiest way to score a pussy in a bar is to say, I don't know, Mr. Big versus Aiden, and then whoever I side with will sleep with me. That doesn't really work anymore since she ended up with Big. After the second movie? Yeah. In Abu Dhabi? Yeah. Oh. She and Big are fine. Aiden's married with three kids. That makes sense. He married another furniture designer. Their kids have names like Wyatt. I was going to say, and Tate. I know. That's weird, because shouldn't the Gap's co-host Ryan has kids named Wyatt and Blake? Yeah. That could be worse. At least they're not... I helped vote his name in on Facebook. I'm actually pretty much okay with those names. I hate names like Cooper and Campbell and Sullivan. And Skyler. I'm okay with Sky. I don't much care for Skyler. Yeah. Or Chad. I met a guy named Chad Johnson last night at work. (laughs) Like a real Chad Johnson? He was actually a super nice guy. And it was really funny because he dropped his phone and he's like, I think it's broken. I'm like, well, it probably just needs a hard reboot. He's like, what are you, IT? I'm like, well, did you try turning it off and turning it back on again? And he's like, oh! Yeah, he knew exactly what I was nice, talking about. Nice, actually. No, super nice guy. I totally knew what I was talking about. Just unfortunately named. So, let's talk about this King of the Nerds quote that I showed you earlier. That I may uh, put up at the end of this episode. I completely, violently disagree. The guy says, Nerd knowledge is I can't remember play it to have it like accurate but he says like he thinks that nerd knowledge should have a practical application should have a practical application excuse me and then that's why he doesn't like fantasy yeah he goes he goes up against uh, 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 in the in the nerd off he goes up against uh, like uh, uh, like uh, yeah like a I'm gonna stutter, stutter a lot Japanophile a Japanophile but um she knows about Game of Thrones, Harry Potter, so forth, so on. They're writing brooms, like Quidditch. Um, and by the way, fuck you, the Hufflepuff, on that goddamn show, because I am a Ravenclaw. So. And we're going to figure out what I am later. Oh, we're going to give you the sorting hat. Exactly. Let's hope it doesn't put you in the house of pancakes. The Sorting House put him in the House of Pancakes. Woo! Your mama's so fat, the Sorting House put her in the House of Pancakes. She is. Okay, we need to stop saying pancakes, though, because I'm like, ooh, I have crepes at work. And I'm like, ooh, I gotta find pancakes. Um, so, I disagree with him saying well, nerd said, knowledge needs to have a practical application in society. I believe he's what he said. In society. And then he follows it up with, that's why I watch I mean, Into Sci-Fi. That's why that's I why watch I mean, Star Trek. Trek. Which I'm like, one, okay, one, let me just go off on this nerd rant real quick. I know, quick. it's fine. One, if you like Star Trek, realize that they effectively abolished money centuries ago in Star Trek continuity. Um, 
and you're playing for money. So, one, you're fucked. Two, like, if you didn't have a practical application for nerd... Okay, uh, artistic license. Nerd creativity? You wouldn't fucking have Star Trek or a Star Wars to fight over which one is better. Or a Firefly or whatever. Battlestar Galactica. Sure. If... <laughs> Hands up, don't care, Cylons, hot checks, move on. Good fracking luck. I couldn't help it, I'm sorry. I really like, who plays Starbuck? What's her name? Um, Katie something, Katie Sackoff. Sackoff, I really like her. Well, she's, she's on the she's, Nerdist. She's super she's, nice, and she's super funny, and she's, she's very humble. She's, she's super funny. She doesn't take herself too seriously. And, and being an iconic sci-fi princess. And longshoreman. Like I said, and being an iconic sci-fi princess, so to speak, it's, it's great that she doesn't take herself or her role too seriously. No, I think she made a bunch of, like, seven of nine jokes on, on Twitter. And it's... There's one where they're talking to Joe Manganiello, and he's wearing, like... The Battlestar Galactica shirt in the airport, and she's like nine people ahead of him yeah. in security, and I'm like, that's so awesome. Also, him in the was wolf... Was that... That was Nerdist. Yeah. Him yeah. in the wolf shirt, fucking epic. Good. <laughs> Three uh, wolves out. Night. Yeah, him in the... the and the, by the way, speaking of, of Nerdist... Sorry. Um, we had actually joined forces with Nerdist. Um, About Pierre the Pelican. Who got a face job. He is always horrifying. May Even not. when he's all bandaged up, he's scary. May not be. Well, it's like, what's under there? Um, he's the English patient of nightmare mascots. It's like Gangy 4 facelift. <laughs> Way to bring it back to him. I'm sorry, I couldn't help it. Whenever anybody says bad plastic surgery or what's under the bandages, I immediately go Gangy 4 facelift. What a gone English patient, but alright. Um, so what's your take on... Now, hold on, before I say this. Um, you heard the quote from King of Nerds. Um, like I said, I violently disagree from it. I violently disagree with it. I am the... I hate to, you know, once again cast a favoritism shadow over this podcast. But I am the... I am the Chris Hardwick, Will Beaton, nerdist definition of a, a nerd. It's not what you like, it's how you like it. That's why we have a sports show on our nerd network. I mean... When you have a passion for something, you nerd out about it. And sometimes that's sports. Sometimes it's statistics. Sometimes it's something stupid, like cars. But you can still be... Or the clone saga. <sighs> exactly. I agree completely. It's not what you like, it's how you like it. And there were so many weird... But to think that that's what's beneficial to society is like... And I'm sorry, how is my nerding out about my girl porn beneficial to society? Excuse me, I gotta read my romance novels. Oh, girl porn. Oh, yeah. what a different way on that one. No, no, I was gonna say, a friend of mine introduced me to a new series that I'm totally nerding out about now that is really awesome. So, there's not, there's not in any way, shape, or form beneficial to society. Well, but you know, without me nerding out over, what, Vertigo in uh, in the 90s, I would have never written the book that I want to talk to you about off-air. I'm sorry, I haven't finished reading it yet. That's the fine. The Olympics are taking away my time. That's fine. 
That's actually really insulting. But uh, I know what you mean. It's, it's because it's, I have it's to work. go to work. It's, work, it's not because yeah. I'm watching yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. I can see why you'd get all uppity. Excuse me, I have to watch the giant slalom. I can't read your book. Phrasing? Like I said, no, it's it's work. Said Ripley to the space bishop? No, it doesn't work. But we're going to continue on about our nerding and our nerding out. I watched Knights of Badassdom. Super cute, really loved it. There were two big nerding outs in there. One which was LARPing and the other which was metal. Goddamn metal. And I love the fact that they combined the two. Yeah. I was going to say, I really liked it. There were parts of it that were actually very sad. I can't believe you killed Peter Dinklage and Danny Pudi. On, like, what, top of Act 2? Yes, I mean, like, yeah. very top of Act 2. Yeah. Like, as the plot point for shit's but, about to uh, go out. Summer Glau and her... Her cousin. Like, that's actually <laughs> kind of sad that he's, like, always in the game. Yeah, like, Gunther, he's pretty awesome. Unfortunately, you have the after credits where... He becomes an actual demon hunter. He killed a demon and now believes he's always in the game. But yeah, no. I loved Knights of Badass though. I did too. It had a great cast. And they beat the demon. It was way better than I Frankenstein. They beat the demon with a ballad. It was a power ballad. I don't know what they're doing outside, but I want them to stop. That's a dump truck. Dump. Dump truck. No, I'm trying to make it metal. Back it on up, Doug. Back it on up. What? What? Oh, you can't I'm see show us. You, I'm you gonna, totally can't see us doing the We're doing the white person, uh, oh, raise the roof, nice. and I'm going to show you what I'm working with. You're going to back it on up? Which, by the way, that, of course, just leads me to the joke in uh, uh, 30 Rock, where she gets the really good jeans. Oh. <laughs> Made in US of A. No. No, they're not. It's USA. You know how they get the stitches so tiny? Orphans. It's made in USA. But uh, I was going to say, I actually helped my team at, at work win trivia last night because I knew TGS stood for the girly show from yeah. 30 Rock. That's common knowledge, right? Well, they only say it in the first episode. Nah. Well, she has the sign hanging in her office the entire run of the show. Part of it. Yeah, but they only actually ever say it in the first episode. I thought it was a thing throughout the first season. I don't think so. Um, we're actually kind of coming up on time. I'm going to skip one and go to the other. I... What was that? Go ahead. Do you, do you need to go smoke or pee? Okay, we can pause. Now that Doug has had his smoke in his bathroom break, we're going to skip straight to Internet Told Me I'm Wrong, Corrections Department. Uh, not a whole lot this week. Um... Anton Ego was the reviewer was from, from Ratatouille. Uh huh. Uh, I confused the Men in Black from the Gunslinger series uh, with Randall Flagg from The Stand. Uh, <laughs> Still funny. I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, Danny Pudi is Polish and Indian. Okay. See, I thought he was some other type of Middle Eastern mix. Nope. Indian. And, by the way, the name I came up for it was even better than this one. But the character from Aqua and Hunger Force was Billy Witch Doctor. I had Jimmy Chicken Bones. Mine is better. Okay, then. Obviously. 
Billy mis- chicken bones. In mistakes I made this week. Doug apparently didn't make any. Uh, they're all covered in damn. So. <laughs> I was going to say, as I've been saying, it's been a lot of uh, early mornings. Why is it that some people seem to be missing that gene where it's like, okay, you're drunk, I should leave the bar and go home to my safe area? There's just a certain amount of people that are missing that gene that don't understand the go home, you're drunk. Why would you want to stay at the bar until you're so housed that you're almost falling asleep? Why wouldn't you want to go to the safe area? Psychological reasons? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Mm. I just don't get it. Please explain it to me, Doug. You're like, I don't know. It's well, I do know. Um, and it's a whole um, drowning out your emotions plus control issues thing. All right, then. The other lovely mistake I made this week is one of my regulars very nicely made me brownies. But when... Oh, God. I thought it said brownies. No, no, no. Brownies. Not bronies. <laughs> Hold on. Are they spelled the same way? No. No W. Okay. I was going to say, very nicely made me brownies and brought them in, and I was so busy when she gave them to me, I just put a couple in a bag and stuck them in my purse, which is not a big deal, except I forgot they were there, and when I came home uh, and just set my purse down and went to bed, I got up this morning and my cats had gotten into my purse. And ate the brownies. Just a small portion of the brownies, but I'm expecting some horrific blowback from that. Hopefully not literally. Honestly, they seem pretty much fine now. So maybe, I was going to say, maybe they've already... Well, were they brownies or were they brownies? They were just brownies. Oh, okay. If they were brownies, I probably would have remembered they were in my purse. Okay. But no, they were just regular old awesome brownies. And I'm just like, fucking seriously. And this has happened before, too. The same thing with her is that she'll bring me something at work. This last time it was bread. And I put it in my purse, and by the time I got home, I forgot it was there, and the cats will get into my purse... And tear open the bag and start eating the loaf of bread. Well, then you just need to get the. I, I clean up my backpack like every time I get home. I, I look at it and I go, okay, this is gonna be what comes out of it. That's gonna what's, uh, that's what stays in it. Okay, but you have to realize this last time with the brownies, I was hurting a drunk non-turn, so my priorities were slightly different than usual. Right. All right. Fair enough. Hurting a drunk non-turn. Oh man. Ugh. Social contract, asshole. I experienced in real life. Uh, horrifically bad. And we've all experienced um, all of the social contracts in real life. But So, I do a lot on um, public transportation. And there are a few uh, train stations that have porta potties Great. Thank you. Sometimes I need to pee when I get off a train. I have strict rules about peeing outside, so. I don't. I'm a dude. Um, well, there's also the fact that if you get caught urinating outside, they can put you on the sex offender list. Yeah, but. Public indecency. The, it's stupid. The trade off is that I've marked a train station and I own it. <laughs> so it's like. Anyway, so... Sir, you think I might fuck your kid, but I own that train station. This is the best part of Monopoly. Because they have the railroads. Oh, I know what you were talking about. It's just, we've reached another one of those points where it's like, things coming out of your mouth are so horrible. This is almost as bad as baby running into a brick wall. (laughs) I... 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 Yeah, I know. Anyway, so, sometimes you have to pee when you get off the train. And so there are porta-potties. And... 
sometimes it's apparently to some people hard to move the dial. What is that? A it's quarter turn? Thing. It's just quarter turn. It's a quarter turn. Chink. Chink. And uh, so I walked in on a dude peeing. How do you not fully lock a portachon? That's not the worst part, Deb. Uh, the worst part is that I went, sorry. Like, hands up, like, ooh, oh. You immediately say sorry and slam the door. That's what you do. Yeah, like, oh. And he just shrugged his shoulders and went, whatever. And kept on peeing. Like, no. No, like. Now, if a guy's, I'm, I'm assuming with a girl as well. If you're interrupted peeing, you mean like clinch and oh, yeah, stop totally. peeing. This guy. You're no longer going to enjoy the go. <laughs> and this guy was all about the go. Um, What's well, really funny because I'm like, is this like the weird thing from Choke? <laughs> that's exactly what I said when I brought it up to you. I was like, is this a yeah? I'm secretly Jesus, and now we're fucking in somewhere weird. Thing no, um, if you use a porta potty, lock the goddamn door. Now I know it's embarrassing if you're in there for an extended period of time, pooping. That's unfortunate. Dude, when you gotta go, you gotta go. You know I've been in those positions. Um, I've gone places I'm not proud to say I've gone. <laughs> Worst toilet in Scotland. What does that even mean? Train spotting. Yes. <coughs> There's actually a bar that me and the non-turn won't go to now. Because <coughs> it's a gay bar and they made all the bathrooms unisex. Okay. No. I, I went to a place that... I, I don't have a problem with a unisex bathroom, but when all the bathrooms are unisex at the gay bar, it's just no. Because there's a lot more than just going to the bathroom happening there. Did you see the issue? Reverse dick pooping? And we're ending on that. Who's that knocking at the door? Why, it's our supervillain friend of the show, Solomon Grundy. Hello. So, how do you feel about higher education? Grundy no likes higher education. Grundy from the South. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. Executive Producers, Deb Barnett and Doug Nickbert. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and BACN Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for almost bacon and banjo!